A hard open on a busy room filled with computers, lab equipment, and all sorts of gadgets. CL3 is seen moving around the room, going about his normal work. He suddenly stops. We see a few LED lights flash, and his head turns slightly to the side. He then sits in total silence for a brief moment. Is someone there? No response. After a few more moments, CL3 continues to go back to his work, but a bit slower and a bit on edge. We cut over to Dr. Hank Mansfield. He's flipping around through different interfaces on his tablet and typing occasionally when he stops. He slowly opens and closes his hand a few times and shakes it. He grimaces and then goes back to what he's doing. He finally turns to the door he's standing beside, prepared to meet one of the final subjects. As the door opens, he pauses and turns to look down the hallway. But there's nothing there. He shakes it off and steps inside the door. He sits down at the table and looks at the figure in front of him and says, Strastoitia. Hello, and welcome to Myth Takes. Oh, shoot. The one thing... Okay, so here's the deal. Real quick. I'm going to tell you a quick story. Quite an intro, the intro there, Colin. We technically did an intro, and then something... We had a, a, a distraction. We had to take a, a brief pause, and then we forgot where we left off, so we started over. The only problem with starting over is, is we were singing a song when we started it. We were singing it spider a spider pig. pig. And now, I've just recorded over that moment. No! no! And I'm very spider sick. Pig, spider pig, does whatever a spider pig does and he swings swings from a web no he can't he's <laughs> so there you go now we've recreated it there we go. that's how comedy just works like, can't be lost. just like with theater always do the same performance every time <laughs> you I'm can kidding. never go wrong you can never go wrong with repeating <laughs> the same shit over unless and over again. you're playing a drunken hairspray and you fall off the fall off the chair <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to say fall off the stage. I was like, you fell off the stage, but someone fell off during Wedding Singer. Yeah, during... well, it was like they 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 did like Into the slide the at the end. They during, yeah. uh, Saturday night. Yeah, they're fine. Everyone's fine. But I'm gonna just like, turn oh. this a little bit more towards oh, yeah. you. But yeah, well, well, you don't have to get like right up. Hello, how you do? Oh, save that, Michael. Um, <laughs> I will say this: the one thing that I will say about uh theater, because uh, all three of us. Well, I'll introduce everyone in a second. But all three people at this table right now all went to the same high school, <gasps> though mm -hmm. I technically went at different times as you guys, but. Uh, one time during Little Shop <laughs> of Horrors. One time at band camp. <laughs> one uh, act. Well, I do have stories like I that. Saw, but I saw. I saw. Yeah. Well, were you there the night that Matt Summers fell into the trash can? I can't. I can't remember. Okay. Remember so there's a scene in which he, you know, he has one of his hand, one of the hands that he has out, quote unquote, is fake. Oh, so this because was, one is. Um, yeah. Right. Don't go to show. You never know. Right. You Don't go to show. You never know. Sorry, After I was, I was like the address. Mention the ah whatever. It's good advertising. I was. I was out. I was, um, oh my God, why can't I remember his name? Mr. Mr. Mushnick. I was Mr. Mushnick. I shaved the top of my head for that. I'll find a picture and put that up on, on Instagram when this episode airs. Um, because I shaved the top of my head and I looked a lot like my dad, which is a little weird. Um, but I also sound a lot like Bernie Sanders without having ever seen him yet. Because again, this was like, what, 2007? Fall 2007. Yeah. And, uh, and everything was like, hey, Seymour, what are you doing? Let's talk about. Healthcare. All right. <laughs> anyway, long story short, uh, this is Myth Takes. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. I am Colin Parker. I'm your keeper. Thanks for joining Storytime. Um, and uh, that was our podcast within a podcast. That was that was Myth Time. There we go. Myth Time. Myth I like um, it. I like it. So, uh, it's my person of Patrick. Ooh. I see. Okay. Uh, that's actually also an appropriate noise for ghosts because it's Myth Takes. We are joined today by some of the last characters to be introduced. 
Um, and they are going to be played by Stephanie Kniowski and Michael Palmer. Hey, Stephanie. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. Are you excited? I'm so pumped. You can't tell, but like I'm like I'm running around the room right now. She's I'm, just bursting I'm with We gave her a wireless mic, so I'm, yeah, I'm I'm setting off fireworks. I've got three sparklers in each hand. It's like Right. And it's great. Like, I, I don't even know how. I haven't burned the house down yet. So Burning down the house. All right, here we go. Um, actually, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Stephanie, in case you. Oops, shit. I just accidentally exited out of the Monster of the Week. Good job. Playbook. All right. Um, in case you've ever seen some of our video material, Stephanie uh, has been in our video series, Family Game Night. I almost said family of the game night because I just read the words monster of the week. <laughs> so no, she's been in uh, many family game night videos. Um, and then also joining us is uh boy. How are boy. you boy? This is Michael Palmer. Ew. Um, the other half of team boy, which is, you know, I am boys, also, uh, uh, team boys. That's true. Sorry. Um, but uh, Michael and I uh, are both people who have done scavengers play. Yes, we have. As well as single player Sunday. Yes, we have. And, um, Family game night. I literally just said <laughs> you, it. I you know. almost forgot it there. I know. I don't know how that you almost happened. missed it. Now, both of them have made guest appearances on podcasts. Stephanie made a guest appearance on a State Your Case episode during the um, during the host swap of 2018, during the Great Switcheroo of 2018. Um, and Michael has appeared on an episode of The Bad Pen Pal. Mm-hmm. He was on episode one, right? Two. Two. Uh, yeah. uh, Graham was episode one. You're right. Sorry. We talked um, about the Goofy movie. We did talk about the Goofy movie, which is a great, great movie. I just got a Powerline Pop figure. Oh, which nice. Is out now, so. Oh, sick. Yes. Uh, so let's start off with Stephanie. Yeah. Uh, because she's the one that has a laptop in front of her. Um, <laughs> so I'm just Stephanie, sitting here with myself, just twiddling my thumbs. Let's talk about your character, the Spooky. Yes. Introduce us. I am the Spooky. I can do things, things that normal people can't, but there's a price. I haven't paid it in full yet, but the bill's going to come due soon. It's best I don't tell you anymore. You get too close, you'll get hurt. Fantastic. So, what is your character's name, and what do they look like? Um, so, my character's name is Natalie. Uh, she is a 21 years old uh, woman, piercing eyes. She wears casual clothes. Uh, um, she, what I mean, like casual, she wears like a black t-shirt with uh, an oversized flannel that she can like, so she's warm, but also roll up the sleeves short. She wears tights underneath the shorts and has combat boots, like up to mid thigh, which you may think is like, oh, that's like really goth. It's like, no, it's just kind of like alternate punk, casual, right. really comfortable. Cash punk. And she, um, braids in her hair, a couple piercings on each ear and, um, a choker. That is very important to her. <laughs> so, um, real quick, just run us through your ratings, just in case uh, any ratings, of the viewers yes. at home are interested in that. So, um, Natalie, it's charm plus one, cool, zero, sharp plus one, tough, minus one, and weird plus two. Dope. Real quick, before I move on to moves, yeah. I, 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 either you said it and I forgot it, or you didn't say it. Does Natalie have a last name? No. Okay. Well, she hasn't really shared it with anyone. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Um, <clears throat> likes to hide it. Right. So, just in case she has wealthy ties. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. So, tell us about your three spooky moves. My three spooky moves. Ooh. I have, should I describe what they are? Yeah, so just, just okay. why don't you tell us the three ones and then, or just, just start from the first one and describe it and then say the second. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to do. Right. So my first spooky move is Hex. So that means when I cast a spell with use magic, um, uh, as well as like the normal effects, I can pick from the following, which means uh, the target contracts a disease. So um, the target immediately suffers harm, which is two harm magic. Ignore, ignore armor. armor. Got it. And the target breaks something precious or important. So that's my first move. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second move is the Sight. So I can see the invisible, especially spirits and magical influences. Can I can communicate, maybe even make deals with the spirits. And um, gives me more opportunity to spot clues when you investigate a mystery. So I, I love just- this because earlier when we were talking about characters and character creation, 
I was reading out loud the site and I did the exact same thing. <laughs> Maybe even make deals with Ooh. the spirits you see. So I like that that made a comeback. Um, and then my it's third move. a mystery. <laughs> then the third move is the big whammy. Whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Okay, anyway. Um, so I can use my powers to kick some ass. Uh, roll plus weird instead of plus tough. The attack has two harm, close, obvious ignore, armor. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> On a miss, um, I will get a magical backlash. Were you rushing or dragging? Oh, that's whip. That's whip. Motherfucker. Close. Close. You always got it. You always got it. Yeah, so that's um, that's kind of my deal. And, uh, Fantastic. Well, <laughs> you want to tell us a little bit about your dark side? Because in the book it says, your powers have an unsavory source, mm-hmm. and sometimes you get tempted to do things you shouldn't. <laughs> Thank you, Darth. Um, <laughs> now, sometimes this unsavory source might be the sand that you hate. Um, no, sorry, that's Anakin Skywalker. Uh, these could be orders from whatever granted your power or urges that bubble up from your subconscious. Order McDonald's. Uh, something like that. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's unsettling. Get a Big Mac. All right. Um, and an extra Do fry for feeling me. control. The milkshake machine is broken. No, it's the ice cream machine. Well, but the milkshake machine is always broken. The ice cream machine is more broken. Have a good day. Understandable. The shack meme. Oh. Michael, <laughs> Michael literally turned over his shoulder like, to be like, who is he pointing to? I it's know, the spirits like, that we're making about? deals with. <laughs> anyway. It's still a mystery. <laughs> so what are your three tags for your dark side? Do I have to share or may I keep this to myself? Um, it's probably important to share. It's important to share with the listeners. Yes, Obviously, exactly. And we'll, we'll talk about the, the yeah. sort of that in a second. Yeah, so go I'm ahead. still learning. It's okay. <laughs> so um, the three tags for my dark side that I've chosen are violence secrets and guilt oh are you catholic yeah no like yeah <laughs> that was a good one that was really funny thank you for joining us here on myth takes as always no, i'm kidding Gosh. Uh, because i'm not gonna have any better jokes the show's over folks all right so um i like i like this this whole thing about like the dark side and like kind of having these unsavory things yeah. because it gives me a lot of ammunition uh, the keeper can ask you to do nasty things. Mm-hmm. Oh, you freak. No, I'm kidding. In accordance with the tags, obviously. Pardon not like. Daddy. Oh, my God. <laughs> when your powers need you to. Oh, God. God, Michael, if you do whatever is asked, mark experience. If you don't do it, then your powers are unavailable until the end of the mystery or until you cave. Um, as you mark off luck boxes, those requests, uh, these requests will get bigger and nastier. Oh, no. Ooh, even freakier. All right. Now let's talk about your gear. Yeah. You get two normal weapons Mm -hmm. and any magical items or amulets that you Mm -hmm. use to invoke your powers. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about your weapons. So my two normal weapons would be the thirty-eight revolver Mm -hmm. and the 9mm. Okay. And then I have, so I mentioned that choker earlier, and that is very important. And I don't want to share too much about it, but I wear it all the time. I don't know why I said it like that, but I do. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. That's that was the thing that in my head my I was about your yeah. gear, and I was like, "Oh, right." <laughs> yep. Um, that's right. So, so yeah, <laughs> and um, it has like a special. I wouldn't say it's like an amulet, but a special like jewel mm-hmm. that's part of the choker. Yeah. So before we move on, yes. um, is there anything kind of about their history? Not necessarily about like how they met people, because obviously mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'll introduce you guys yeah. to each other. But what like kind of where has she come from? Like, what has her upbringing been like? You know. Like, uh, yeah, how yeah. long has she known that she's had these, these this ability and stuff yeah. like that? You know, tell fill us so in. So I don't want to give away too much. I'd rather that kind of like reveal as we go on mm-hmm. because Natalie isn't someone like she's like she's a nice person, right? But she doesn't open up very quickly. Um, so one thing I think is really important to note, note about her is that she has these piercing eyes. And you can't tell if, like, the darkness that are around her eyes, if it's, like, just really heavy makeup or it's from, like, sleep deprivation or anything. So that's something that is, like, related to not only just, like, just, like, her physical appearance, but it's also related to her past and whatnot. It's a lot like um, Billy Joe Armstrong. It's yeah. Like, the guy makeup or are you <laughs> just yeah. really tired? Yeah. <laughs> have, you not, have you not slept since <laughs> September? Uh, Sorry, that's bad. That's anyway. Bad. But yeah, um, I don't want to give away too much, but she kind of drifts around a bit. 
Yeah. And sorry, Michael. Anyway. You, you've hit your peak. <laughs> you've hit I your have. peak. Yeah. So <laughs> she. Oh my gosh. So she drifts around a lot. Um, kinds of find it. She finds it hard to like connect with people in a way. But when she does find people that she can trust, then she will like stick with them to the end. And like I said, like ride or die. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Dope. She. Um. So she probably, I don't want to go too much into her, like, mm-hmm. family history because that's something that's really important mm-hmm. that I think will show up later on. But, um, yeah, I guess I'll share. Like, the amulet is literally, like, she can't take it off. I will say that. she It's just, it's on her 24-7. Um, and she, I'll say, like, like, she drifts around a lot. She is lonely. She's lonely. Like, she she goes along, like, by herself a lot. So she hopes she can find some people she can trust and fight off the bad guys. Very nice. Very <laughs> nice. Okay. So we'll be hearing all sorts of cool little secrets about her. Oh, um, so yeah. yeah. I'm going to cut out part of this part here. of us moving equipment. Like oh, you're missing all my riffs. Monstrous. <laughs> oh, my riffs. <laughs> Yeah, so Michael, tell us about the Initiate. So, the Initiate, since the dawn of history, we have been the bulwark against the darkness. We, we know the evils of the world and we stand against them so that, the, so that the mass of humanity need not fear. We are the flame that cleanses the shadows. Um, I really love the fact that like certain words are, are capitalized. Up. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like, oh. against like, darkness. Uh, <laughs> emphasis! It's like flame. darkness, evils, flame. Shadows. You know, you know the, <laughs> of more. You know, the way you said darkness. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on a little tangent here. I, I don't know why. Why it made me think of that? But anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, no. I, hey, for real though, if there was a game that was kind of like Monster of the Week, but was just purely in the Kingdom Hearts realm, I would play that game in a heartbeat. Um. Anyway. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, Michael, tell me your name. First, before we move on. So, my name... Michael. You know, it, yeah. <laughs> no, literally, it actually is. It is... My name is uh, Mikhail Dimitriov. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a... Um, he is Russian, uh, as you can as you can tell. Right. What? So, <laughs> what? tell me, tell me about... Wait, hang on. Actually, let me scroll down real quick. Uh, don't tell me about the sect yet. We'll, we'll get to that, because it, right. it asks for sect. sect. Just, just emphasis. Yeah. Have you ever just said a word a lot of times? Just you And it sounds and, weird, yeah. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> Bucket. <laughs> also, it's impossible to say the word bubbles angry. <laughs> See, the thing is, I remember trying one time, and like, it just, it is crazy. You're like, bubbles! It's like, what the fuck is up with all of these bubbles? But even that, like, even when you say angrily, you just, can't. no matter, even when you say it angrily, like, it it's still, it comes, it's not, it comes out you're, higher pitch than the you're rest holding, of it. Bubble! <laughs> Anyway, we are a mess. Um, keep my bubbles together. Michael has lost his bubbles. Um, so we'll talk about the sect later, but tell us about your sex. (laughs) That was was a good thank you. So, I so I'm a man. I'm uh, right, yes, (laughs) I'm a man. Um, and I have a uh, hardened but agile body. So, basically, think Daniel Craig's Bond. Um, more, more or less, if you want to know know what he looks like, just think Dan Craig Bond. Mm-hmm. Um, but Russian. Yes, but but very Russian. <laughs> okay. Tell me about your clothing. So he wears archaic clothes. So more more like robes and um like tradi- like traditional kind of kind of wear like that. And mm-hmm. like more more the kind of things that you see like Harry Potter or even like um I think like they're like the preview, I think it's like the Marvel's runaways, like all uh-huh. right. Like, basically stuff like that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And um, tell me, yeah, cool, 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 no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Okay. Yeah. So tell me about your ratings. So my ratings are uh, charm zero, cool zero, sharp zero, but tough plus one, weird plus two. Interesting. <gasps> I think you guys have the exact same thing. No, I have, I have no. charm. So uh, she is, yeah, she is yeah, charm, yeah. but but no tough. But no tough. That's right. Um, that's okay. okay. <laughs> so here's the great thing about your character: you get one specific move given to you mm-hmm. which is when you are in good standing with your sect at the beginning of each mystery roll plus charm on a 10 plus they provide some useful info or help in the field on a seven to nine you get a mission associated with the mystery 
and if you do it, you'll get some info or help too. On a miss, they'll ask you to do something bad. If you fail a mission or refuse an order, you'll be in trouble with a sect until you atone. Oh no. So now what are we defining as atoning here? Um, like, is that kind of like confessional? I'm so or sorry. I'll make yeah. up for it. Or we just, or saying just, like I'm that. I, I think a lot of it has to do with like, you know, like when you like forget like an anniversary and you're like, oh no, babe, I promise I didn't forget. Uh, okay. I, I'm sorry I'm late. I had to help a whole bunch of handicapable <laughs> children. Um, no. no, I'm kidding. That's a reference to a movie. Um, no, but uh, it's more of like, I mean, I think a lot of this also could be something that we determine Decide in later, game. Yeah. Like if, if I... Like, let's say, you know, we give you a mission, then you forget to do it. At the beginning of your next time on the show, I'll, I'll say to you, like, okay, what do they want you to do to show that you're, that you didn't mean to fuck it up, you know? Sure. Um, Language! Oh, well, spoiler alert, you can say all the dirty words that you want to on the show. What's your profanity? I told Jordan Lee that he can say <laughs> piss all he wants. Um, <clears throat> so. Sorry, because Jordan's a potty mouth, isn't he? Oh, he says piss all the time, and heck. <laughs> All the time. So, pick three of your next moves, though. You've got quite a few to pick from. So, what were the yep. three that you went with? So, my move set is Ancient Fighting Arts. Okay. So, he, he likes to, you know, get into a little fisticuffs once in a while. <laughs> and into fisting. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. just a little bit. Um, Gasp. <laughs> Gasp. Um, <laughs> fortunes. So the, well, hang on. Tell, t- oh, tell us what yes. Ancient Fighting Arts does. So Ancient Fighting Arts is when, when using an old-fashioned hand weapon, you inflict plus one harm and get plus one whenever you roll to protect someone. Oh my nice. god. Then I also have Fortunes, which is the sect has ancient prophecies and divination techniques to, pre- to predict the future. Once per mystery, you may use them. If you look at what the future holds, roll plus weird. On a 10 plus, hold. On a 10 plus, hold three. On a 7 and 9, hold one. On a miss, you get bad information, and the keeper decides how that affects you. Spend spend your hold to either to one keep a useful object object ready. Jesus Christ, <laughs> he's not an object. Well, <laughs> he's a person. But go ahead. Two be somewhere you are needed just in time. Three take plus one forward or give plus one forward to another hunter. Or four retroactively warn someone about an attack so that it doesn't happen. Very nice. Thank you for giving me more opportunities to mess with you. <sighs> I don't need this shit in my life. And my last one is Sacred Oath. You may mm-hmm. bind yourself to a single goal, forsaking something during your quest. E.g. speech, all sustenance but bread, water, and alcohol, lying, sex, whatever. Get the Keeper's Agreement on, on this. It should match the goal in the importance and difficulty. While you keep your oath and work towards your goal, mark experience at the end of every session and get plus one on any rolls that directly help achieve the goal. If you break the truth, take minus one ongoing until you have atoned. Very very nice. The next thing on the list, though, is the sect. Mm-hmm. You are part of an ancient secret order that slays monsters. Slays monsters. I knew that was going to happen. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay, because I mean, if, you didn't sorry, it, but like, if you didn't do it, I was going to do it. Yes. Yas, so, queen. <laughs> Thank you, Andre Brower. Anyway, uh, where are they from? How old are they? Are they religious? Why do they stay secret? How do they recruit? Um, and then we'll talk about the traditions in a second. So let's talk about that sect. Um, mm-hmm. Do you need the page to remind you of how to say it? No, I think I've got. It. Okay. So, so the sect is roughly translated to illumination from Russian to English. It's pronounced Osveshenye, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it was started in Siberia. Okay. It was started in like just middle of bumfuck nowhere Siberia. <laughs> Okay, I'm not familiar with that area, but go ahead. So, so think, think like you know, Arctic Circle. It was, it was a joke, okay. as if that was a name. Bumfuck. Oh, right. bumfuck Siberia. Anyway, yes, I'm from bumfuck Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> I am bumfuck you. <laughs> okay. Stephanie it, is just rolling her eyes. She is I'm not. If very she could, done with that. If she could roll her eyes harder, they'd be rolling out of her head. I, I really have not rolled my eyes. I've just... It's that, it's that mental path. Okay, do you want me to go like Liz Lemon or like her daughter, Tita Face daughter on you with like the... <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. That was that's a good. good one. All right. <laughs> now I rolled so, my eyes. So how old are they? So they are actually very old. Um, <gasps> so, so they are in... They are basically an ancient sect themselves mm-hmm. of the Illuminati. Um, now, obviously, the Illuminati themselves are pretty old and not pretty old already. Or are they? They still exist. 
<laughs> hey, Jay-Z, I know you listen. Let us in. <laughs> no! So, um, they are, they are not religious. Okay. All, they're basically, well, yes. Basically, their religion is to stay illuminated, stay enlightened, to mm-hmm. stay knowledgeable. Okay. Um, they stay, they stay secret. Basically, they, um, actually, one of their, really one of their bad traditions is that they're very paranoid and secretive already, and they follow very strict laws. Um, so that, and so one of the very strict laws is that it's basically Fight Club. First rule of Fight Club, you don't talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club, you don't talk about Fight Club. You've broken those rules. Okay, so wait, real quick, that was the bad traditions? That was strict laws and what again? Strict laws and paranoid and secretive. Got it. See So the good traditions, we have magical lore and we have chapters everywhere. So, um, so even though it started in Russia, we have, you know, we have sects of the sex. <laughs> Sects of sects on <laughs> sects on sects sects of sect sects. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Sects. So we have different chapters. Oh my fucking Christ! Yeah. <laughs> so we have um chapters of the sects. All we got the- it. We got it. Ha ha. ha. The group. The group. <laughs> all over the all over the world. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yes. Anything else okay. you would like to add, sir? Michael, let's talk about gear. Okay. Um, if. The sect has fighting arts or obsolete gear, then pick three old-fashioned weapons. If they are modernized or have nifty gadgets, you can pick two modern weapons. Otherwise, pick two old-fashioned weapons and one modern weapon. So you said you have fighting arts, Mm -hmm. right? So that means that you pick three of the old-fashioned weapons. So what three are you picking? So I actually made a mistake. I actually, I forgot about the fighting arts part. Um, I originally picked the 9mm, but that's not correct anymore. Oh, well, okay, hang on. Let's, let's talk about it, because I guess the well, fighting yeah. arts was more of, that's just, uh. Yeah, it, it's one using an old-fashioned hand weapon. But... Here's the thing. You actually didn't pick fighting arts in good traditions. Oh, I so see. So, now, okay, I, I was looking at the wrong thing. So, you can pick... Okay. Okay, yeah. my bad. That's my, okay. my bad. Go ahead. So, so... First of all, I, I use a nine mil, mm-hmm. um, and use a nine millimeter, nine millimeter handgun. Okay. I also have a sword and a silver knife. Whenever, cool. whenever I want to get in close and Aragorn really, style. Yeah, whatever. Feel that. <laughs> Feel that. I Michael's face lit up when I was like Aragorn style. He's like, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. How did you know? Yeah. I am a nerd. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Okay, so um, <laughs> before we move oh, on dear. to the last step, right? Is there anything about your history that that the audience should know? Is there anything important about your character? He comes from the motherland. Is that it? That is it. <laughs> Very boring life. Only snow. All life has to offer. Snow, vodka. Snow, vodka, potatoes. <laughs> vodka is favorite potato. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. No, what was was that going to be your joke? No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, get up, get up on that mic. Tell us your joke. Okay. That was literal. I was going to say. Yeah. Now you just wasted that. (laughs) That was wasted. Okay. Now, here's the last step before we say goodbye. (gasps) How much of your history and how much of what you are are you telling? Well, I guess I will start off. So since since I'm from a very secretive, you know, secret society, Mm -hmm. I'm not sharing shit. I'm just telling very basic things, who I am. How I found out about it, what I do. Okay. Nothing else. No details, no specifics, not where I came from, not how I not how I got here. No social security number, no social media accounts. Absolutely <laughs> not. Right. Okay. What about you? So I think it depends on like the vibe I get from mm-hmm. what's what's named Dr. Hank Mansfield. Dr. Hank Mansfield. So um I know I don't I didn't choose like telepathy because like even just like as stephanie like even that kind of freaks me out because like because if you could hear everyone's thoughts like no thanks right um but i feel dirty, like dirty she had people. she can like really what you said dirty <laughs> dirty people oh my god <laughs> <laughs> she like has a good sense of like if she can trust people right and um like considering this is going to be a very I'd say, like, a tough journey for a lot of different characters. It depends on, like, how the conversation goes and, mm-hmm. like, whether maybe she'll open up about certain things, but then other things she will not share until, like, at a later date when she feels like, no, like, this is important sure. information. So, a little bit of this, a little, a little bit, bit of that. that. It really just depends on how the conversation goes because that's okay. how she guards herself. Cool. Ooh, 
Thank you for the theremin. It sounded so, like he was about to sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. No. Somewhere over the rainbow, Mother Russia. Oh <laughs> that is um, national anthem. You make mockery of national anthem. Sounded like you over said the natural rainbow is our anthem. anthem. No. It like, really sounded like The Soviet like Union natural. breaks up and they go, we need a new theme song. Theme song. Yes. Some fair officer in and someone no, goes, that was German. <laughs> and he's like, my favorite song always been somewhere over rainbow, and I will. Da. But 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 the <laughs> what, uh, what version? Think, oh, da. Dimitri, very good, very good. You good you get extra rations for your family too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You your family can eat this week. So someone plays somewhere. Putin is listening to this, and he's gonna be like, "All right, shoot them, shoot them down." He, or or if he or he's going. Right, right down somewhat over rainbow. <laughs> the the good good observation. Somewhere over the rainbow, Putin smiles. All right. Uh, so anyway, so Stephanie, if people want to find you on the internet, where can they find you? They can find me at that's a zebra on both Instagram and Twitter. They're both protected accounts, but you know, like if I if I know that like, you watch the. Watch. watch. <laughs> if you if you watch any of the videos on the channel or you follow the podcast, then yeah, of course. I've got nothing to hide. I just like I just think it's safer to be protected. I feel that's that. all. I feel that. No disrespect towards anyone that does. That's, that's just me. <laughs> I feel that. Thank you. Um now Michael, <laughs> where can people find you? So I um on most social media, I am at Coconut Palmy. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> <laughs> I made that name. Yes. Um, so yeah, so I'm on Steam, mm-hmm. I'm on uh, Twitter, not really, but I am. Um, he gets on like once every five months. <laughs> five years is more like Maybe. it. I think I have like, what, a hundred something tweets? Maybe. I think that's very true. <laughs> um, and as always, you can find him on things like Scavengers Play. Mm-hmm. Michael and I have a very special video series we coming do. out soon. Not 100% sure at this exact moment when the first air date is. But Michael and I have a mini series that we're actually about to record after this right called now, basically. Uh, A Way Out Wednesday. And it'll be a and limited he, series. And you can figure that out you're on your own. Yeah, it'll be Wednesdays, obviously. What? Um, and uh, it's a full playthrough of the game A Way Out. So you can oh, find that on be YouTube. a surprise. Yeah, I think it's a little obvious, Michael. <laughs> I know. Come see Mary Poppins. Hasta la vista. Hey everyone, it is your pod boss, your best friend, your gamekeeper, your guy who just got a Scavengers Network license plate. Uh, (laughs) That is a true story. And I am here to tell you about a sponsor. We're just going to do one this week since we've been doing weekly episodes. And then we're going to talk real quick just about what is coming up next. So let's talk about Warby Parker because I'm sitting here wearing my Warby Parker glasses. And I was just talking about them this weekend with Jordan Reed, Lindsay Reed, and Jordan Reed's mom. Hi, Linda Reed. It was fantastic meeting you and David. Um, it was a blast out in Madison, Ohio. I was there for the Spooky Spouses episode happening at the Madison Seminary. I'll talk about it again a little bit at the end of the episode. Um, but uh, yeah, we were talking about Warby Parker and what a great service it is. Because, uh, you know, the glasses start at $95, which is insane already, right? That's unbelievably low costing compared to, you know, these huge, uh, you know, glass monoliths that are out there right now. And you can find a new pair today with the home, uh, with the home try-on program. It's fast and free shipping both ways. And then for every pair sold, a pair is distributed to someone in need. Uh, it's really great. You get to pick out five frames that you really want to kind of check out, see what they look like on you, and then you can send them out on you know social media, and people can vote on which ones they really like on you, or you can pick for yourself. Hey, you know maybe you don't want it to be a popularity contest. Maybe it's all about your opinion. Both options are valid. Um, and then you send them back, and then you say, okay, I want to select this pair, and then you put in your prescription, and it's unbelievably fast. Like they got my glasses to me like in a week. Uh, which is crazy to me, um, and I love it. I really, really love Warby Parker and the products that they make. So be sure to use our link because it helps us out when you go to bit.ly/cscav. That's bit.ly/s-e-e 
S-C-A-V. C-Scav, like I see you, Scav. I see you, Scavengers Network. Uh, so yeah, bit.ly slash C-Scav for more details. Now, this episode is coming to you hot and fresh here on June 7th, and now that we're done introducing all our characters, what? Isn't that crazy? You're about to meet the very last character in this. Oh, man. Oh, what a great ride it's been so far. And we haven't even gotten into the main adventures and the main event. Uh, and that is coming to you. We're going back to the bi-weekly thing, right? Now that we've done all this, we need a little bit of time to get in and get recorded uh, this, these first few episodes here. Uh, and that first episode is coming to you on June 21st. Thank you so much to everyone on the Scavengers Network and to all of our listeners. Uh, it just means so much to to me especially. I can't really speak for my co-host, but, um, you know, recently, I, I'm going to give a little shout out here. Daniel Spencer, uh, after the last episode came out, uh, said that he was going to listen to that episode before he listened to The New Adventure Zone. And that's a show that, for me, made me want to do this, right? The Adventure Zone is one of the biggest influences on my creative life. <laughs> and the fact that someone who also feels the same way wanted to listen to our show before that just, I mean, really spoke to me. Um, I mentioned it in the last Journey Under 30 episode that came out on uh, the 5th of this week. Um, you know, it's just like the musical title of show. I'd rather be nine people's favorite thing than a hundred people's ninth favorite thing. Um, but uh, I'm really, really stoked that someone is already right there with us. So thank you so much, Daniel. Um, and thank you for giving us a review on iTunes. Uh, and if you like the show, tell a friend, share it all, and give us a review on iTunes. We really would love it. Um, and uh, I really can't wait for you guys to all hear the great adventures and events that we have planned coming up for these wonderful characters that the Scavengers Network folks have created. And so now, um, let's get over to Whitney. We just finished up with the introduction of Michael and Stephanie's characters, uh, and because of the fact that I was out of town this weekend for the Madison thing, it did sort of get in the way of when we would normally record, and schedules were a little funky, so Whitney and I had to film... film? Nope. Whitney and I had to record uh, her character thing separately uh, from everyone else. Um, but uh, I'm just really excited for you all to meet this very last character. So with that, let's get over to Whitney, and like I said, we'll see you on June 21st. Okay, and now we are back, and we are finishing up the whole meet your characters, meet your cast, meet your new best friends of the internet, <laughs> of the monster hunting world, and we are joined by our other Nelson's sister, Whitney. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Excited for this. Also very nervous. Improv is not my forte, but I am very excited about it because totally I've okay. always wanted to do an RPG type game. So It is totally okay. We are all very much, I think, kind of out of our element. Only a couple of us ever did improv or theater growing up. And even then, yes, anding is very hard to do when there are monsters in your face. So, uh, you know, sometimes you kind of want to just be like, uh, no, I'm getting out. Uh -huh. um, so let's do a little bit of just kind of introduction stuff before we get to the character. Mm -hmm. uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do? Um, tell us about your show, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So like you said, I am one half of the sister duo behind Historical Hotties, which is a podcast where we take different categories of historical figure and we sort of like pit them against one another in a debate club, sibling rivalry type style to see which one is the hottest. And we rank them in four categories, which is uh, mental attractiveness, physical attractiveness, social impact, and je ne sais quoi, because we wanted to make sure that we were getting a very well-rounded hottie at the end. And every episode, somebody wins. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's it's me and my sister, Lindsay. And it started kind of as a project to uh, help us hang out more regularly in like a scheduled way because we mm -hmm. got bad. We're bi-coastal. I live on the East Coast. She lives on the West Coast. And so we wanted a way to like hang out and talk more in a way that where we felt like we had to follow a schedule and commit to it because we started we sort of started like falling off on regular phone calls and we've always been super close so this was like a way to have fun and hang out but like meet deadlines and that's why why we started it 
That's fantastic. I I totally dig that. That is very much like the 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 uh, classic story of like how my brother, my brother, and me started. And uh-huh. I really like when sibling uh, sibling groups get together to do that sort of thing. Like some of my favorite shows, not just the McElroys, do that same exact thing. Obviously, your show. Yeah, you're familiar um, that with Hank love... and John Green. Yes. Yeah. So they're they're um, like our original inspiration. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Originally, then, um, Historical Hotties was going to be a YouTube show. Oh, yep. oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and then that that didn't pan out. There is deep in the annals of YouTube, which we will eventually pull out at some point for an anniversary or some special event or you know something like that. We will pull out. Lindsay did two episodes of basically proto historical hotties on YouTube, and uh, that's pretty sick. Yeah, we haven't we haven't let it let anybody find them yet. Uh, but we will pull them out at some point as a as a gift to the listeners because they are very goofy. I dig that so much. Um, maybe someday, when we're rolling in the bank, uh, we can we can make something like that happen. Uh-huh. Um, now, before we move on, I do want to say I I really do appreciate the way that you two uh, basically just like uh, tell people about your show. Like whenever we're like, oh, hey, tell everyone about your show. You guys have the perfect <laughs> kind of like. Pr- I mean, I, I'm assuming it's practiced, but like. Uh, even if it's not, it's just impressive how quickly you guys get to just like, boom, here it is. Because anytime someone tells me to tell them about any of the shows that I'm on, mm-hmm. I'm just like, uh, 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 well, <laughs> like, what if, what if you wanted to be, uh, like a 30 under 30 and everyone's like, what's that? And you're like, uh, shoot. Well, uh, and then I have to like figure out how to talk about that. And it's like it, embarrassing. Yeah. I think it comes from Lindsay is a writer. And I worked in film for, like, I went to film school, I worked in film for years. And so it comes from both of those industries are very much all about the elevator pitch to, like, get an agent or get someone to fund your project or whatever. You have to be able to super concisely in, you know, 20 seconds be able to sell what it is you're, you know, selling. Right. I mean, and see, that that's that's definitely a thing because, like, I went to, you know, music industry school where I did a whole bunch of, uh, like, entertainment industry courses, business courses. And also did like a film minor. And yet, like I, and it's so weird. Like I can talk to you for forever about any one topic, but mm-hmm. then you tell me that I have 20 seconds and I go, <laughs> uh, and I just panic. It's like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. And what's funny is Lindsay's elevator pitch and my elevator pitch are very similar. And yet they're always different. Like she always has mm. different stuff. They're not, it's not like a little script that we memorized or anything. We just got so good at knowing like the points to hit that it's a little bit different between the both of us, but we, we hit it every time. That's awesome. Um, now, uh, now that we've heard all about you, mm-hmm. the, the person behind the character, let's talk about you here in myth takes you have chosen to be the meddling kid i have chosen to be the meddling kid so introduce us to your meddling kid all right so her name is annabelle and if you ask her her last name she will say why do you want to know (laughs) um so i i know what it is but it is withheld um Mm. so just annabelle for now um do you remember how old Sam's character is? Uh, teenager, like yeah, t- I think TJ, somewhere like 16, 17. TJ I Sanderson. I don't remember how old or if Sam even said a specific age. I know he's in high school. So she goes to the same school as him. And she oh. is even in the same class, like same year as him. Um, but he would never have noticed her because she very much wears sort of like stoner apparel. She, her, all of her pants are like carpenter jeans from the boys department of department <laughs> stores. And she mm-hmm. wears like old baggy, not necessarily like flannel. She's not super like grunge about it, but it's like old men's button downs and stuff like that from thrift stores. She does wear like little fitted crop tops and tank tops underneath. So you still know that she's a girl and that she's cute, but she also doesn't want you to think that she tries. So she wears like the (laughs) sort of like baggy clothes around that. Um, She has short hair. It's a pixie cut. Um, She's got uh, black hair and dark eyes with very pale skin uh, because she's always inside. And so her kind of story is she was a child around nine or ten years old, and she saw her dog outside get vaporized by a beam of light. Whoa. And no one believed her story. And so that immediately set her down this path as a very young kid of 
trying to figure out what could have vaporized her pet dog in front of her eyes. Um, in her research, she found like a conspiracy theory book about the mili- about military tech in the library. And that kind of ended up put, pulling her down this rabbit hole very young of thinking that all paranoia, all paranormal occurrences are all real, but they are all like an act by the government or some sort of larger body trying to distract people from either like political machinations or to disguise like tech military testing type stuff. So up until this point where we know her, she is a paranormal conspiracy theorist in that she thinks that there's a conspiracy from the government to cover up things by telling everyone that it's paranormal. Hell yes. Okay, perfect. You and uh, uh, Jordan's character, Garth Larson, are going to get along very well. I think so too. (laughs) Fantastic. Uh, Yeah, so um, she has a blog. This is like Mm -hmm. her number one hobby is her blog, which is called This Is Not The Blog You're Looking For. (laughs) And it is all about the different sort of like conspiracy theories that she is digging up or formulating. Things like when Bigfoot happened, was that a military test on a subject that got loose or was that a planned um, sort of costumed occurrence to distract from, Mm. I don't know, like uh, overthrowing the government in a small third world country? Right. Oh, Uh, man. It was redacted government official name uh, all along. Exactly. I almost said a real person and I was like, I should probably redact that just in case. Um, so that's definitely like the the nuts and bolts of Annabelle and what she's interested in and kind of just obsessed with is finding out the real who's lying to her and what they're lying about and what they're trying to cover up with that lie. That's dope. I love that. Now, before we get to your moves, I do want to say I forgot for a moment that you can be a boy, a girl or a dog as this character. Yes. Uh, so as I was looking and following along with like all the description stuff, I went collar and name tag. That gets a, <laughs> that got a little like like not, you know it's got a little specific on like what people are into. Uh-huh. And then I went, oh nope, that's for the dog. I Never did, mind. I did the exact same thing. I was like, wait, my character can wear nerdy clothes, stoner clothes, or collar <laughs> and name tag. Yeah, I was like, whoa, because I mean, you know, everything in this is very much. Uh, you know, tropes and everything like that. You know, it, this whole game style is about the archetypes that happen in horror and monster movies. Um, but, you know, like, and they get kind of specific, but they've never gotten like kink specific. So I was like, what in the world mm-hmm. is happening to this mm-hmm. game all of a sudden? Uh, I got very concerned. Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay, fantastic. Um, now that we've uh, accidentally kink shamed uh, dogs, I guess. Uh, let's move on to the moves. Um, you got a really cool moves to pick from, and you get to pick three mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. So which ones did you go for? So I, the one that I really wanted to take, but it didn't actually fit with the character, was Unmasked, because it's an incredible, incredible move. Mm-hmm. Um, for people that are not familiar, I just want to really quick highlight it, even though it's not one of my moves. But at any point in time when there's a monster captured or at bay, I can say that it's not really a monster after all. And on a good <laughs> roll, I'm right. Oh, and it's, and it's so not good. a monster at all. It's like some villain perpetrating a hoax. And I really right. wanted to do that, but it doesn't fit with the sort of like character that I have uh, based for her. So uh, I have It's a Trap which is being able to make traps that capture a monster or minion. Nice, um, okay. And the traps can be reset and reused later. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah. So that's, uh, it's really just, it can do damage, um, let's see, on a 7 to 9 or higher, you capture something. On a 10 plus, not only do you capture something, but you can choose one extra effect, which is it will take some time for the victim to get free, which buys time for everybody. The trap inflicts harm as an improvised weapon, or Mm. the trap may be reset and reused later. So um, I think it's a really interesting device. And she, everything that I've chosen for her is all about trying to one-up people. She knows she can never one-up because she thinks that it's all from people that have the power. Mm. So, but it's her, it's a trap goes with her trying to like, if she can catch the Bigfoot and prove it's a guy in a suit and that they were really (laughs) overthrowing this government and this was a distraction, then she can get people to believe her because they haven't believed her since she was a kid. Right. And it also kind of goes along with your, this is not the blog you're looking for. Yeah. uh, Theme to a certain extent. I mean, those are both little 
Star Wars uh, references. Um, I didn't realize until just now that they really, really leaned into the Scooby-Doo aspect. They leaned into aspect. the Scooby-Doo very hard because they have Power Snack as a move. Right. I mean, like the whole like unmasked, runaway, uh, mm -hmm. power snack. I mean, I mean, honestly, even the trap thing. Like, you know, Fred is always like, yeah. mm, "What if we sprung a trap?" And it's like, Fred, that stuff never works. Please stop doing it. <laughs> stop but it, anyway. Fred. Yeah, it's just white guys always think that they have all the answers. Yeah. Um. So, uh, what are the other two moves that you're going for? So the other ones are tell the truth, which is when mm -hmm. you're questioning somebody to investigate a mystery, you may add these questions to the usual choices, which are. Who has something to gain from this situation? What are you plotting? Are you lying to me? And who knows about blank? Which I think are all very, very much in tune with who this character is. Those sorts of right. questions. Trying to get down to the bottom of what is actually at the heart of this. So tell the truth is one of the moves. And then the other one that I chose was wallop, which is using an improvised weapon to attack something. Um, you can choose either to inflict plus one harm, momentarily stun them with a blow to the head, trip or entangle them, or inflict plus two harm, but then your improvised weapon breaks. Um, and I think that kind of goes along with the it's a trap and trying to get the best of, of a situation if she ends up in it and uncovering something and actually like getting in a situation where she could maybe prove that it's, you know, a hoax is she's the kind of person that would uh, hit somebody with a chair and ask questions later. Right, very like quick thinking, um, and just sort of uh, good at impro improvising, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's that's and, pretty and cool. Just and just trying then, to keep somebody around long enough to prove the truth and that she right. is correct. Um, Little interrogation methods, exactly. You know, Batman style. Where is he? It's like they're like, I'm sorry, what is happening right now? Uh, and so then you get to pick two mystery solving gadgets. I do. For your gear. I do. So what and have you selected? I have chosen a long-range camera and tiny mm. surveillance cameras because with Big Brother watching you all the time, you got to watch Big Brother back. And again, this is about like trying to have the proof to tell people like, no, really, the dog didn't run away. I saw it vaporized. It all right. kind of always ends up feeding back into that. Uh, the whole, the blog, the, the gadgets that she carries with her are all about trying to get proof or a confession of some kind. So it's a long-range uh, camera and tiny surveillance cameras. Love it. Um, and I think it's also great that you picked, while well, now that I think about it, because I, I also realize that you don't necessarily get to pick a weapon weapon right. uh, as this play type. That being said, you know, um, we plan on having this go for a, for, for a fair amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, and I was I've been thinking for a long time about how are we going to to do that? How are we how are we going to be able to keep characters growing um, and you know nothing getting stagnant? And uh, I won't lie, I did listen to last week's The Adventure Zone <laughs> and hear Griffin McElroy's idea on how he's going to get specific gear and kind of like their version of or the Amnesty version of Fantasy Costco uh -huh. um, for these characters. And I went. Oh, very good idea, Griffin McElroy. Yoink. <laughs> not quite not quite the exact same thing, but I definitely like I took notes on the two things, like the two aspects of something that he did that I was like, I'm really gonna take these two things and I'm gonna combine it with this other idea that we had like ages ago and didn't know how to implement. And now I have it. So now I like thank you, Griffin. I know you listen. So he doesn't. But like I, that's my thing. I really if I ever mention someone, I really like to say, Hey, I know you listen, so thanks. Yeah. Um but uh, I'm just going to assume that you are listening, Griffin. So thank you. Obviously. Well, you saved the best for last. So he's listening to this one. I don't know about the other ones, but. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. No, he was like, whoa, he what? Heard, wait, Whitney's wait, on, on this one? Okay, I'm, I'm in. in. <laughs> Color me intrigued. <laughs> so before we say our goodbyes and everything like that, we have one final question for you. Mm -hmm. um, so as is everything in this uh, little character introduction, right? We now, as the audience, know all about your character and sort of, uh, sort of part of your past mm -hmm. and all of that. Um, but when Dr. Hank Mansfield comes into the interrogation room and sits down with you and asks you who you are and what your deal is, right? Mm -hmm. How much of this information are you giving him? Zero. Uh, no, I tell him jack shit because any, like, she's been waiting to, to like wake up in an interrogation room with someone she doesn't know trying to get to the bottom of stuff her whole life. That like conspiracy theories and shadow government 
organizations are her whole jam. So she's like, you go first. You're getting mm. nothing out of me. I need right. your secrets. You don't need to know about mine. Fantastic. Okay. And so and now just to be sure, when you say zero, are we including mm-hmm. name and stuff like that? Yes. Okay. Cool. Fantastic. All right. I just want to make sure that I know exactly what I'm dealing with as we move forward. <laughs> she won't even tell acquaintances and friends her last name. So she's definitely That's not going to tell this strange guy in an interrogation room her first name. Right. So actually, okay, I guess I do have one more question then before we head out. Does that mean mm-hmm. that when she's in a classroom and they're doing roll call and they start to say her name, you're just like, <laughs> like just making as much noise uh-huh. as you can? And they're like, I, uh, so, just okay. Yeah, like well, Ron I get you here. All right, like trying to audibly redact things as information <laughs> comes out about her. Slash it, slash it. Yeah, <laughs> God, I love that character. Um, I have forever in my life, I have always said I aim to be Ron Swanson, but I fear that I have become Andy Dwyer. Um, <laughs> and that you know, though, to be uh-huh. honest, I'm okay with that. Andy's Andy's a good person to be. He is. He's a good good boy. Uh, my favorite picture on the internet is a picture of a very small Labrador puppy next to a picture of him, sorry, uh, running, and then a picture of Andy Dwyer running, <laughs> and it's just like, you're looking at the same picture twice, and it's just, <laughs> it's delightful. Uh-huh. So, uh, now that we have met your character mm-hmm. and talked a little bit about Parks and Recreation, mm-hmm. um, where can people find you if they want to find uh, more on uh, historical hotties and all the shows that you guest on and all that other good stuff. Yeah, so we uh, we have a lot coming up uh, right now. We just guested on, uh, we just recorded Subverted Tropes, which is coming out anytime now, so take a look uh, out for that. And we were just on Buffy Speaks. Um, we were talking about an episode of Buffy and Season 6, which is my favorite episode, Tabula Rasa. So check us out there. And then Historical Hotties, you can find anywhere you search for podcasts. But also, uh, we are at Historically Hot on pretty much all social media. Um, If you go to Facebook, you can join the Historical Hotties Debate Club, where everybody gets imaginary blazers with uh, badges on them. And, oh, uh, sick. I didn't know there was a badge on this. Yeah, yeah, you get a badge on your imaginary blazer um, in yeah. the debate club. Yeah. So, uh, and that we use that because we love putting up, like, polls and trying to get people to, like, tell us what their votes are for the hottest pick after they hear all of the arguments. Um, and <laughs> so definitely find us there. You can find me on, on Twitter at Whitney underscore Nelson and on Instagram at Whitney Nelson. Uh, and that's spelled N-E-L-S-E-N. And yeah, it's historicallyhot.com too if you want to check out the website. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us here. Um, As always, if you want to find me, you can find me at Colin M. Parker. And if you want to get more updates about this show and all the other shows on the network, you can follow us at ScavengersNet on Twitter or at ScavengersNetwork on Instagram. Uh, The last thing that I'll plug before I head out is we had another show crossover essentially here on the network uh just at the beginning of this week uh last weekend i went out to madison ohio to check out the madison seminary with jordan and Lindsay reed of spooky spouses uh and that was fantastic and then we recorded a live episode in the place where all of our audio got very haunted um (laughs) we had very 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 strange technical difficulties that we just could not figure out what was going on and apparently that is actually a common occurrence in haunted houses. Te- mm-hmm. Technology just not working the way it should. Yeah. Um, and we have over an hour and a half worth of footage that I'm going to be sifting through to give sort of a highlight reel of that. And um, thank you for joining us. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. We are now mere moments before the conference room scene. We see Dr. Hank Mansfield gathering a few things and hurrying around in his office. He hits a button and says, CL3, would you kindly put all the subjects in conference room 4? And please be sure that Buck and Lucy are in on this little meeting of the minds we have going on. There is silence. CL3? Confirming order. Yes, sir. Proceeding as instructed. Hank turns off the comm, but is still not sure why CL3 took so long to answer. A blip on his tablet informs him that everyone is in place. 
He walks to the door where Lucy and Buck stand outside waiting to follow him in. Hank puts on his game face and opens the door. All of the subjects look at him and his associates. Everyone is confused, some a little angry, some a little scared. Hank sits down and says, Alright, some of y'all are not being quite straight with me, but I guess we'll deal with that in due time. He makes eye contact with Noctis, Annabelle, Mikhail, TJ, and Natalie specifically during these words, making sure to note how they respond. Jesus Christ, man, I'm... let's just start from the beginning. I am Dr. Hank Mansfield. This is Buck, and this is Lucy. Shit is getting buck wild out there, and y'all simply know just too damn much. So it's time we talk about what comes next. <laughs>